Welcome to the Tales on Tap podcast, a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast with new episodes each week. Sit back and relax as we take you on an exciting journey to a mysterious realm of floating islands high above the clouds. Episode 7, Part 1 of Erelon, A Destined Journey, is about to begin. Hello everybody, and welcome back to Tales on Tap. Thank you so much for joining us once again as we embark again on the epic adventure of Erelon, A Destined Journey. We hope that you guys at home are doing very well and that your week has been good so far. We have lots to catch up on. Um... So let's just jump straight into it. How is everybody at the table doing? Hello, very well, thank you. Calm and collected. <laughs> Love that. So the first thing that you'll probably notice is that we do not have Evan's beautiful face with us here this evening. It is entirely his fault um, for booking the incorrect flights um, mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. a trip that he has recently taken to Finland. He has taken... Um, nothing but abuse on our discord group for making such uh an unwarranted and completely um disrespectful move on his part um but disrespectful we <laughs> we you. you know we we're not gonna hang our hats on you know the failings of one individual within our group we're gonna look past it and we're gonna move on to Brighter oh and better days. He's cast that line out far, isn't he? I, um, I, I feel like we're also being attacked by this, not only Evan, so that we know that this is what's going to happen to us if we ever miss a session. Yeah, 100%. Gonna get dragged. Well, let's not read between the lines, but the statement's there. Um, so before we jump into tonight's session we have got some important announcements to get through as we do every week. I shall be playing the part of Evan. That's right, I'm in Finland and I don't care about my D&D group, but <laughs> I'm going to get through <laughs> the announcements that Evan would typically um, that Evan would typically pick up. So, um, if you have been here for a while, you know that we are smattered across all realms of social media. We have got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube, all the rest of it. All the links are downstairs. Sorry, I'm being Evan, I forgot. Yeah. Down, down in the dungeon. Um, That's not how so, he says it. <laughs> I know. Um, but if you haven't been over to any of our social media sites, make sure you head over to them after all, but, you know, in between the session that we've got on tonight. Make sure you follow, subscribe, any support that you guys can give us with promoting di different posts. I know that if you have already subscribed, you'll know that we do post quite often on our social medias. Um, so any and all support that you can give us is absolutely amazing. So thank you very much for that. Um, so we're going to go on to the sponsor announcements. So... Uh, Han, why don't you tell us about one of our lovely sponsors? Yeah, sure thing. Uh, we are, as Campaign 2 has been, uh, sponsored by Awfully Queer Heroes, a incredible couple of individuals who create accessible and queer-friendly maps, levels 1 to 20 modules, spell books, all of the fun stuff. Um, you can find them over on their drive through RPG page or also follow them on Patreon. And as I announced last week, they have also put a very interesting-looking campaign that is almost ready to be backed on Kickstarter, uh, called A Tale of Two Queens, a pirate D&D adventure, level 16 to 20, uh, that's compatible with 5th edition and Pathfinder 2E. So that's a good fancy. If you're a fan of fruity pirates 
and just, you know, fun high-level D&D in general, I definitely recommend you go over and back that because I definitely will be too. And thank you guys for being with us and being friends of Campaign 2. And we love you both very much. Thank you. He doesn't like free pirates. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> amazing. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Natalie, why don't you tell us about uh, one of our other sponsors? Okay. Um, our other sponsor here at Tales and Tap is Valkyrie RPG. That's Valkyrie-RPG. Their link is down in the dungeon as well. Uh, go check them out for all things D&D goodies. So you're talking dice, apparel, ter um, terrain. I have uh, pre-ordered some LED dice from them. Can't wait till they arrive. Uh, their pre-orders are now closed. So um, if, you've got, if you got in there, good on you. But they have loads of other things to uh, go and check out. Uh, our code works at checkout for 10% off which is tails 10 at checkout um, it doesn't work on subscription boxes unfortunately but they are very much worth the, the purchase anyway amazing thank you very much so um Chris, there's a lot coming up for Tales on Tap, isn't there? And there's a yep. lot on the horizon, so why don't you tell the good folk at home about some of those really exciting things? Well, I'll tell you about it, but you're not going to have to wait long, because this very Thursday, you will be able to listen to the entirety of Campaign 2 so far on podcast in in podcast form sorry and you can find those wherever you listen to your podcasts so that's and i'm going to list them off this one time because it's quite an exhaustive list but it is anywhere you listen to your podcast including spotify amazon music apple podcasts Castbox, google podcasts iHeartRadio, overcast pocket casts and radio public tales on tap is available now on all of these platforms our sessions are broken down into two easy to digest parts um one before the break one after the break so that you can listen to tales on tap on the go catch up on the go if you miss a session it's going to be easy to to catch up so that you know and you're right back in where we're supposed to be by the next week um please go look at those uh, check them out follow us give us good ratings on there to to boost the algorithm and and get that part of uh, what we put out noticed but it's very exciting to be putting out there and you'll also get to hear me do some weird little radio voice announcements uh, at the beginning and end of everything you could go follow it now the episodes aren't up yet they're, they're they're going up on thursday but you can still go and check it out now there is a little intro on there and there's a page for you guys to follow uh following that uh, in the near future, we're going to be running a one-shot uh, with a bunch of other people uh, in the D&D community um, that uh, are going to be joining us for a very special one-shot that Dan's going to be running, as well as one of the cast members from this group. Do we reveal who it is now? Or should yeah, we keep it I was, was going to say, I, I feel like we should, I feel like, re like revealing everyone that's playing because there's yeah. some big, 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 big people it. from it. Okay, cool. okay. You go ahead and do that then. Okay, if you've so... Got I have got them to hand. So we have been scouring the D&D scape of not only UK, but also American D&D channels and D&D communities to try and find some people to collaborate with. And we have the following people. We have John, who is part of the Tales of the Two-Ton Bridges or Trolls of the Two-Ton Bridges podcast. It's a UK D&D podcast. 
Uh, we have Jordan from Modified Role, who Ooh, is like a professional dungeon master. We actually met Jordan and John back at UK Game Expo that we were at last year, which was really, really fun. Yeah, he's in one of our videos that you can find on our YouTube channel. Exactly. You that. For our UK Games Expo videos. Yeah, man. Um, and then we also have Clo, who is from the Deck of Many Aces podcast. Um, and we also have Miko joining us, who is, as you can see, the okayest GM. And Shout out to chat. Yeah, man. Oh, and Miko is one of the founders of Folk and Myth. And we also have one of our wonderful viewers joining us at the table, Ruth Alana, who you've probably seen already in chat tonight, will be joining us for this very special session. And... We've decided to bring one of these five reprobates with us to play as ah, well. So, you don't need one of them. <laughs> which, um, so, Tales on Tap member, make yourself known. Well, that would be me. Hey. For this <laughs> yes, and this is going to be a really, really fun session. I don't want to give too much away, but are we talking like airship piratey adventure? Oh, I think so. Ooh, it's going to well, be amazing. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, this um, feels unfair. But yes, that's uh, that. That sums up who's going to be at the game table with us, and that is going to be live. We're not recording it. It's not just going to be on YouTube. We're going to do this live, and that is on January thirtieth. Nice, okay. nice. But there are many other things coming up in the world of Tales on Tap in the future. Be sure to stay tuned to all our social medias. We have other one shots planned other small campaigns coming up in the works uh there's an exciting future ahead both for this campaign and everything that we're going to be putting out so stay tuned love that and do you know i forgot one very vital part of this evening Ooh. and that was the introductions that i missed at the very beginning did. <laughs> so let's say hello to everybody say hello han hi say hello natalie hey say hello dan Hello. Hey, Dan. Dan, special, special questions. Special questions. I can't find my questions. <laughs> <laughs> Never This happens Never. every week. <laughs> no, I can't find them. I did have to. Where are my prepared. questions? I need to ask him one instead. <laughs> Favorite color. Wait, <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait. How wait, do wait. you like your eggs in the morning? Oh, we're not doing that. Where are my... Say hello, Chris, uh, while I find these questions, please. Hello, everyone. Hello, podcast listeners, if you're there, given that this is the first time we've ah, released an episode true. while the podcast is a thing. So hello, podcast listeners, if you're if you're listening. I think you also forgot YouTube music in you your, your list. Oh, well, that's kind of that's not really a future thing now, because that's already there. That's past episodes. But yes, no, you are right. You are right. Past <laughs> episodes of Tales on Tap, previous campaigns, previous one shots are also available on YouTube music as a podcast you've really of. lost him haven't you he's googling quickly <laughs> anyway <laughs> i really have i don't know you where, where swiftly on i don't yeah. know where, where my D, D questions have gone well it's, fine. it's not the most important thing of what we do here so. <laughs> it is to me i really enjoy this part i really enjoy this part don't don't mess with my system Okay, well, just to make you feel bad, we're all going to sit here in silence and yeah, have loads sure. of dead air now until... I found it was in a different section. Shit! Okay, um, Dan. Yes? 
Um, da, 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 da. This better be profound. Could you, could you please discuss the importance of teamwork in D&D and share a moment when a party's collaboration led to a particularly satisfying outcome? In 2,000 words. <laughs> yeah. ten, 10 words or less, please. Yep. I mean, I don't think there's anyone more perfect to talk about this uh, question than me because I know a thing about not doing teamwork when it comes to the first campaign. Um... <laughs> I mean, it's it's the backbone of every good campaign is cohesion within a group. If you don't work together, if you don't want to be in each other's stories, in each other's spaces, in each other's characters' presences, it will just fall apart as quickly as it came together. There is nothing more important than being able to look beyond what people are doing around you to enjoy the moment of the things that are going on. And I say that as someone who has had to learn that many times, but in a... A moment of pure cohesion that came together for something truly wonderful would be in the last four, three, in, in the last two or three episodes when we all hid with a little bit of something from everyone else, from a member of the SBC, wall, poor sound effects, and then Edivere in the garbage. It was. <laughs> Doing what I do best. <laughs> It was, yeah. That was yeah. that was that was a beautiful moment, and we all. That was, sort of, oh, that's going to stay with me as well for sure. Yeah. I've noticed there has been an increase in that kind of like, right, everyone, do your thing. Like yeah. this this uh, campaign, it's been really fun. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, that about wraps up all of the announcements. Thank you very much for that insightful answer, by the way, Dan. I may have just brushed past that answer, but it was really really good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. How rude of me. If everyone was here, I'd be right on on track but I'm, he's not so it's thrown me um so that about wraps up all the announcements for this evening apart from i need everybody apart from hand to roll me a d20 please so we can find out who is going to be recapping for us next week i didn't even have the thing written down i'm, I'm, I'm so proud of you i remember, oh, you remember this. something well done every <laughs> week now i'm just <laughs> sorry i'm sorry so I'm just gonna say, if anyone gets lower than a one. I'm oh, gonna... thank fuck for that! I got a nine. <laughs> okay then, cool. <laughs> Let's make this quick. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So, pull off Nat the bandaid. <laughs> yep, we're good. Uh, Natalie, you're gonna be taking some notes for us, and you're gonna be recapping for us next week. So, as I say, that about wraps up the announcements. So, if you haven't already, go and get a drink. Uh, a drink? A jink? What the hell? Drink. A drink. Get comfortable as we dive into tonight's episode of Tales on Tap.
Dear Diary, I finally have you back. Things are just non-stop over here. It's becoming a bit of a struggle to keep track of everything, to be honest. Virgil thinks that it might be more keeping track of time that I have problems with, rather than my memory itself. He might be onto something. Everything just seems to blur into one. I lost them all earlier. We were leaving that posh bloke's house who seems to want to leverage our freedom and use our efforts to gain a more powerful position in the government. I normally love everybody, but other than an incredible dress sense, I don't have much to write home about with him. Anyway, I faked a heart attack to divert attention from Eddie, and then the next thing I remember, I'm flying through walls. I really need to check if Dennis's wife is okay. I didn't know where to go to find them. I was lost, and all I could think was to go home to Moor and Essen. But on the way, this old woman offered to help, and you know, it's an old woman I'm going to accept. They're normally really friendly, but then her fingers started growing, and then I was unconscious before waking up in a weird cave and her threatening to eat me. Very concerned that there's some child kidnapping operation going on in the lower city, honestly, but someone else was there as well, who said that they would let me go on the condition that I did them a favor when they came calling. They threw their business card at me and then poof, gone. I managed to get out and get back home. Moore was so worried. I feel so awful I never told her about my side business, but I needed some kind of freedom. They'd kept me safe for so long, but I felt trapped almost, but maybe they are right and I am safer just staying inside. I mean, look at the mess we've gotten into now. Things are really scary. I don't even feel like any of this is real, if I'm real. No, chin up, Kyria. You're fine. Listen, I don't know how, but everyone managed to find me there at the Artful Lodger. They all came in and got to meet more, and I'm not sure what happened when I went up to my room, but I I know they probably got on incredibly well and are going to be the best of friends. <laughs> oh, also, Moore gave me these earrings that belong to my mama, and it's like I can hear her playing the harp in my head again. It's beautiful. We had to leave quickly, and if I say so myself, I did an incredible job of leading everyone to the lift down to the lower city and spooking the sleepy guard into not coming after us, and I'm sure everybody would agree. Anyway, we are back in Tana's cool secret room now, and I'm not entirely clear on what the plan for tomorrow is. A lot of ideas were floated in the air, but Virgil's next to me right now, writing a list. He's got really nice handwriting. I think we definitely need to find... A yes, he's got safe house written on there. We definitely need to find a safe house. Gods, I've missed them all so much. They're just wonderful. I will be honest, though. Today's worn me out quite a lot. And I keep checking to make sure that I'm still corporeal, which is a new thing to be checking every night. It's going to be a habit, I think. But I'm going to go to sleep now and hope that I'm still here tomorrow. Love always. Kyria. Very good, thank you. So. They're fine. The group. <laughs> <laughs> the group find themselves in the attic loft space of the Tanner's Mark. The day before long, arduous, 
Are the SBC still hot on their tails? Will the City Watch ever stop in the pursuit of justice? We'll find out. <laughs> we gather with this group the following morning. Or is it morning? Could be in the evening. You're in the UC. So daytime, nighttime, it all kind of molds into one at this point. But you've had a long rest. Most of you have rested up for, throughout the night. Various members of the party have taken watch throughout the night, leaving Liana the last person awake. Just as the morning comes and everybody starts to awake, Liana hears a scratching at the window. Odd scratching. As Liana looks over, she spots a small black bird perched on the window ledge and as soon as their eyes meet, it takes flight off into the UC. Liana, we start with you this evening. You find yourself sat at the table, looking over the axe that you got from Gideon. It's a remarkable weapon. Looks barely used, to be honest has a shine to it that you've not often seen on weapons that you've held in your hands before. But, feels comfortable, nicely weighted, decent balance on it whenever you swing it. But this is where we find you, currently at the table, in the middle of the room, while the rest of the party are currently asleep. Is there anything you'd like to do at this time? So yeah, while I've been taking watch, um, I am easily distracted by the axe and you do find that I am trying to quietly sort of just sort of swing it. Like, I know it's not a massive space, so I'm like, you know, giving it a few twirls and just trying to figure out its balance and stuff. Um, once I notice the bird, that does distract me. Did I notice in the brief moment that I saw the bird, whether it had a scar across its eye. Ooh. Make me a perception check and we'll see. <laughs> Was it wearing a suit and carrying a <laughs> wand? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just a top hat. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, perception is plus three, so that's 19. 19. Um... Yeah, I think you will have done with that role. You will have seen that there will have been a slight scarring in and around the eye, but the bird took flight off and away, so it was only very a brief glimpse. Okay. Then I am going to look to Kyria, who is probably flat out still snoring, <laughs> yeah, like that. Yep. And instead I'm going to wake Virgil. Okay. Um... I'm sorry to I'm sorry to wake you, but I I think we have an issue. <laughs> and she's literally standing over you like this massive. Oh, I've had dreams like this. What's the problem? Um there was a bird at the window, uh a crow with um with a with a with a scar across his eye. Is he like, for, for the brief few seconds where he was just 
sort of waking up and mildly happy, just sort of warm and cozy in his bed. You just sort of see like a, like a genuine sort of unhappiness for the day ahead. Isn't it? Right, right, right. Okay, um, that's a problem, definitely. Uh, where did it go? It's not. Well, I assume it flew off. Yeah, as, as soon as it saw me, that I saw it, it flew off. I. I, you said there was magics to do with tracking on that card, and it also had a scar on its eye, so I I can't help but think that's so, something to do with that. Potentially the card, it's the only thing. Help me. And he sort of like, off, like, have you offered Yank a you up, like, oh, 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 so strong. Um, right, hold on, let me. Oh, yeah, sorry. He's not naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, Virgil definitely sleeps naked, man. <laughs> I mean, like in like a satin bed. Yes, yeah, not just this. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> He's a hygienic person. <laughs> no, he just likes a nice thread count. Um, <sighs> bloody hell! So they've already curious. <sighs> right. I think we need to burn that card as soon as possible. Curious got it on the person, haven't they? I'm not really good with the the pickpocketing, but we might have to ask her about that. We're not touching someone while they're asleep. We'll just wait for them to wake up and then we'll ask them to give us the card and we'll just, you know, don't do that. Don't touch people while they sleep, Leona. It's not. I don't. I'm just saying it was your idea. Let's wake up Edivir. He might, he might have a better idea than this. And he sort of stands, looks at everything, and just... Eddie? Eddie? Dagger flies past your head. <laughs> 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 what? What? What's going on? What's going on? Um, just calm yourself. There was a bird at the window. A scarred black bird. In the undersea, a bird. Yes, I know. Strange. But there was a bird. Right. Oh, you mean like... Yes. Mm-hmm. That's weird. <laughs> so I just keep catching hand. Just hear Kiri's head hit the floor. Boom. <laughs> well, I mean, we should probably tell Kiri, you know? Yeah, I just... Potentially, but... What does it mean? Well, how the fuck should I know? Surely they're the only one who's got answers like that. Well, I, I think it's morning anyway, though it's hard to tell. I think we should all get some breakfast and we can discuss it over food. Everything's yeah. better over food. Oh, I couldn't agree more. We need to figure out our day as well. Exactly what we are going to do. You hear from the bunk next to you, well, you're all awake early. What time is it? And Pim just starts like rubbing his eyes. Morning, Pim. Time to Time wake up. Breakfast. Morning. Um, yeah, breakfast. Sure. Just swings his little legs out of the bed and like hops out and goes, Ugh. and he kind of looks down and you see there's like a little pile of mud. <laughs> With a stick sticking out, and he goes, Morning, Bark. And just begins to walk over to the wash basin and 
pulls a stool across and hops up on it and starts washing himself down for the morning. Uh, Leanna's going to <coughs> kneel beside uh, her Kyria's bed rather than loom over her. And she's just going to gently sort of shake I'm her on shoulder. The top bunk. <laughs> still, still almost need <laughs> <in> that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she's just going to gently shake your shoulder. No response. <laughs> It's like yeah, waking a dead person. That's me. <laughs> um, Kyrian, sweetie. Five more minutes. Um. <laughs> Snooze. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll make you some breakfast. Well, we'll get some breakfast, then we'll wake you again. I can I can get up. I can get up. You are all incessant morning people. Hello. Good morning. Hi. Him just spins around at the thing and just waves <laughs> and goes back to washing himself. Okay. Did you sleep well? Oh, you know, less than I'd like. A couple mm. of odd dreams, but nothing to write home about. I typically have quite vivid dreams as it is, so no different. Right, well, these boys talk to you about something, I'm going to go and ring the bell. As she goes and rings the bell for Tana. Have I okay. done something? Okay, I guess Mother's going to have to deal with this. Um, no, I just... Can we have the card back, please, Kiri? Just, um, we need to look at something. Um, sure. I'll take it out and then is Dag looking like evidently confused like you're doing now, Chris? He's he's a bit like he looks like over at him like what, what for kind of thing. There's a, there's like a. I was I was looking at it last night. The art on it's quite nice, but yes, of course. Let me give me about ten minutes. I'm just going to check something. Okay. Um... Nothing to worry about. If it's if it's perfectly normal, just very lovely playing card, I'll give it back to you. I just need to. Oh, you it's mine, so you'd give it back to me regardless, right? That's how it works. Absolutely. You don't worry. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just making sure right, that what's going on? calm down. A bird you... came to the window last night. One with a scarred eye, like the one on your card. Oh, wasn't last night. It was, like, probably about ten minutes ago now. Oh. I run to the window. Okay. You rush across the room, over to the window, and start looking out. Make me a perception check, please. Uh, while you're doing that, uh, Liana, you ring the bell. A, mm. moment, a moment or two passes, and the bell rings. I think it's safe to go down. Um... So maybe after whatever you're doing, um, I don't really like ringing this bell and then having him wait on us. So maybe I should just go down and you guys can join us after you've done what you need to do. Sure. Um, Hi. I'm going to wander up to Virgil doing whatever he's doing as Kiri's looking out, and I'm just going to say, sorry. No, no, <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> just going uh, to say, look, I'm. I know you're trying to help, but we probably shouldn't go messing with things we don't understand out of blind caution. 
as like you, you see Virgil sort of he's, he's placed his spell book down sort of placed the card in the center and is just with one of his nails just drawing a circle in like sort of these sort of slightly greenish yellow sparks around it I'm not messing with anything I'm just detecting if there is something in it that might detect us or potentially lead him to us if there is such a thing it's destroyed if not it's just a card but I just want to be sure there is no magic we're not you know. de- destroying anything why? We don't know these people. They kidnapped Kiri in hopes that they could use them. Why would we want to associate with people like that? That's up to Kiri. It's up to all of us. We're a group. We we'll have to make our you, own decisions. Are you ready to go downstairs? You can join me downstairs. Um, wait for the others. Yeah. Um. Sure. I can. I could do with something to eat. Really. I thought so. Um, and she does exit with him in hand. Okay. Uh, 13, you look yes. out, Kiri, um, onto the kind of scape of the Undercity. Nothing really catches your eye at first, um, but then you do spot a few houses away, perched on top of one of these kind of like shanty town built huts mm-hmm. that litter the Undercity, perched on top is a blackbird. Okay. Seemingly keeping itself to itself and is just currently lifting a wing up and picking at feathers. Doesn't seem like its eyes are like glaring towards you or anything like that. Just okay. seems to be kind of keeping itself to itself. It's still there. The pigeons aren't real. <laughs> but just I understand where you're coming from I do but people need to make their own decisions people need to you know make their own mistakes Pim said he could find Kiri and he believed in himself we had to let him try it's how we grow it's how we get better it's how we learn and we don't know enough about this yet or what it means that destroying that might not Put us all, and especially Kiri, in more danger. Okay, fine. Just let me let me check it, and I will give it straight back. It, Just it, give me a minute. Sorry, I. So it, the the bird is still there. Um, you know, a, a few houses over, doesn't seem to be doing anything. But I, I, sorry, I did hear you say destroy, and I would really rather we didn't do that simply because listen it might just be a lot of you know the stories i've read or things like that but if i were to think about the words that were exchanged should that be a deal that is binding magically then that could potentially forfeit my life and i'd really rather we didn't go down that road fair enough let me just fine let me just make sure that whatever this is did was there anything else left? Was there anything else special about that moment? Was it just the card? Was there anything else that they could have done? Um, not particularly. To you. I mean, it was... Well, it, it depends. I didn't catch a glimpse of the person there at all. I just heard their voice, and... When, you, was... op- when you opened that note last night... Yes. It was with the medallion that you bought. From yes. Vespa. The, the trinkets, yes. Did they mention anything about that? Could that have some connection? Is that well, maybe what they're after? No, 
so it was around my neck, obviously, I put it on, and then when I woke up it wasn't. But they hadn't taken it, it was just wrapped up in my things with that note by it, tied up with this yarn. Oh, don't need that one anymore. <laughs> but, but they did take it off you. Yes, they did. To put in the note. And, there's, I... and the note said to be more careful next time. I mean, yes. this is what I mean. It's, to me, it sounds like whoever this raven person is, the scarred raven, sounds to me like they're looking out for Kiri. Do we really want to destroy that link? Out of blind caution and... I mean, maybe it's just differences of lifestyle, but that doesn't sound like someone who's looking out for someone to me. That sounds like someone who has kidnapped someone, tied them to something in somewhere they don't know to eventually Shanghai them into something they want them to do because Kiri, as well as all of us, are wanted. I just don't... Again, if it's a perspective... Do you mind if I check your medallion as well? Just, I won't do anything to it. I'm going to give it back to you. um, I already did the identify thing on it and I couldn't detect anything wrong with it, but yes, fine. I'm just, give me 10 minutes and it'll all be over and we can, I can be sound and we can just get on with our day. I just want to see what I can find. Okay, so what is it exactly that Virgil's doing at the moment? So I'm doing detect magic on these two items. Of course you are. (laughs) <laughs> so as, and and in this instance we genuinely do we want to know the know. type of magic <laughs> yeah. magic magic will not suffice so, I, so, you know, googling spying magic is divination just so, so you know so just, as you watch so as the playing card is in the circle Virgil sort of shifts it to one side and draws another circle next to it and with his nails as he pushes the two circles on the table together and you watch the spark sort of burn through the table but not scar it it comes together in this sort of like eye shape and the two items just raise up in the air as more like these small, small circles starts just encompass around it from the ones on the table. And it's just these, it's this sort of very ge- ge- geometric, just slight movement of things around as they just hover in midair and you just sort of concentrate and seems to be getting a feel for the magic. Okay. No problem. In the meantime, I'm going to go get my, dag- <laughs> my dagger out of the wall. No problem. In the meantime, Liana, you and Pim start making your way downstairs into the main area of the Tanner's Mark, and you see Tanner currently in the middle of the bar with a brush, just kind of like brushing up from the night before, and he goes, Ah, morning. Good morning. How are you two doing? All right? Yeah. It's... We're doing good. Um, Is there any breakfast going? Um, yeah, sure. I can, uh, I can fetch you something. Um... What do you want? Have you got anything hot? Like, um, bacon? Um, yeah, I can, I can rustle something up. That's fine, yeah. Is, is this for everybody? Mm, no, she's gonna want fruit. Uh, yeah, so, just some bits of meat and some fruit will be fine. Uh, Kiria, I don't think is big into the meat. Oh, right, yeah. Um, sure. Um, take a seat at one of the tables here. I'll, uh, I'll go and rustle something up. Um, hey, before I forget, um, just remind me before you go, there's, um, someone I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um. All of us? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just a little favor that I, I, I need to ask you all. Um, look, I'll go and get some food. Do you, do you guys want something to drink? I got some, a nice pot of hot brown morning potion brewing. 
that would be amazing. Thank you. Yeah, uh, sure. Take a seat. Um, here, Pim. And he hands Pim the broom, and he goes, uh, I've done most of it. If you could just get that last <laughs> little bit over there. And Pim just goes, oh, um, sure. Okay. Leanna <laughs> um, just makes her way to the table and puts her feet up and watches Pim do the rest of the brooming. <laughs> Pim is essentially, like, taking five steps, putting the brush down, and just walking back five steps, and then just repeating that process, like, systematically to get the rest of the bar. Um... Tano goes off into the into the back where the kitchen is. Uh, a few moments later, comes back uh, with a nice pot of hot brown morning potion, puts it on the table, um, kind of gives a gives you a couple of tankards and a couple like wooden cups and what have you, um, and places a few bits of cutlery and things down on the table and uh, goes, um, "Hey, look, are you guys um, planning on staying the night again? Just again, it's it's purely so if anybody else comes in, I can make sure the rooms are readily and if it's available this evening or." don't think so but um they should they shouldn't be long they they shouldn't be long so um i will ask them as soon as they come down all right yeah sure um hey look i'm just gonna go and fix some uh some food up for you guys um make yourself comfortable uh, i think there's the uh the skyhaven you scroll on the on the counter over there if you want to give that a bit of a read oh, brilliant um, she, 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 she'd be lines to grab it yeah okay um, and then Tana kind of like just nods politely, walks back off into the kitchen. You can hear like pans and um, bits of like uh, like metal on metal scraping. Is like <laughs> you can quite clearly hear him like just jostling about with lots of different pots and pans in the kitchen while he's getting your breakfast ready. I'm gonna open the the new scroll and she, she's not big with the reading, so she's <laughs> looking at like she's looking pictures. at pictures. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's my barbarian. That I can take from that. Okay, so you're not actually reading any of the articles or anything like that. You just see what do you if you kind of like open the scroll? There's no pictures on it. There's uh, well, in fact, I say that's a lie. There is a picture. There is one of um, what looks to be um, a human with kind of a straw hat on, holding like a marrow but it's like a big marrow and it's like got a big smile on his face <laughs> holding this thing up um where it says like um you know a bit of a title on it to say the the autumn harvest um champion in you just kind of like see this big dude with a big like ear to ear grin with this marrow in his in his hand yeah uh, no other pictures apart from that one article. You do see um, some of the headlines of some of the articles are written in a bit bigger writing and a bit bolder to kind of step out from the page. Um, you see that there is an advertisement for um, the upcoming gladiatorial event that's going to be happening okay. next week. Um, she would, if noticed that, she would read that bit. Okay, so looking at it, you just see that the, um, the kind of main... The, the main card, uh, the title fight, so to speak, the main, uh, you know, the the crowd bringer, um, is um, two people that you haven't actually heard of before, um, two um, two gladiators from two houses um, that you've again fought against, uh, warriors from their houses, uh, yourself not previously, not your house. There doesn't seem to be any mention of any gladiators from your house in the bout for next week and again that kind of like jumps off the page a little bit like you don't see yeah. any familiar names or anything um you see another 
another article on on the news scroll that stipulates that uh, the windmill lottery uh, numbers um, again scroll like scribbled underneath it no winners um, <laughs> rigged again you see a couple of other like smaller little bits on there about like properties to for rent properties for sale um, there's a couple of, there's a bit of a section with people looking for job like people are offering work. Um, okay. In this, in, in this one little section, um, and then the biggest article is that you see that there was um, an ambassador from Evercrest attending um, Windmere in the coming weeks to discuss a trade dispute that has been ongoing between um, the people of Windmere and yeah, Evercrest. She reading at that point. She'd be like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's folded it back over and she's put it next to the the coffee pot um, for the rest of them to read when they want to come down. Okay, is there anything else you'd like to do? No. Okay. Uh, Pim, after finishing uh, brushing the floor, kind of makes his way over to the table, hops up on a chair and he goes, Oh, um, ah, I don't really like hot brown morning potion. To be fair, I, I only drink it every now and again. It's okay. It's okay. When Tana comes it's back, nice I'll ask for something. It's nice with a bit of sugar. I'll, I'll try it. Sugar. Sure. And, and she pulls, a, pulls him out a small one and heaps like four sugars into a very small <laughs> cup. You know? going to be off his head. <laughs> sure. No problem at all. Uh, meanwhile, um, back in the loft space of the Tanner's Mark, we rejoin Edivir, Virgil, and Kyria. Um, Virgil, ten minutes or so passes, and you mm -hmm. manage to cast Detect Magic, uh, just confirming that the two items you're casting this on are the playing card and the pendant, the pendant and the playing card. Um, so both have got schools of magic attached to them. Mm -hmm. um, you see that. Um, the pendant has an enchantment. Mm -hmm. uh, is enchantment magic? Okay. And I just need to triple check. Necromancy. Yeah. <laughs> Transmutation. Um, <laughs> it is. Um, oh, it's a person. The mimic. <laughs> <laughs> it is um it is divination magic on the what sorry the card on the playing card yes yeah excellent eh? uh as you sort of sort of you sort of see his nail sort of almost feeling like it's like an invisible force in there and just sort of like sort of almost pulling at things and like almost like invisible strings just sort of pulling and See little vibrations wobble through, and as it sort of dissipates away, and they just gently return to the to the table. Well, pendant is fine. It's an enchantment of some kind. I'm sure you can use it for many, for whatever it was. I didn't identify it, but as long as it's good, it's good. Well, when I identified it, it was you know giving you a bit extra bit of luck, lucky charm. Sorry, you have a pendant of luck. That's what that is. Yes. You generally see sort of like a okay, calm down, there. like sort of like a, like a real sort of like excitement. <laughs> that's one of the rarest of magic items, and I, okay, that's fine. No, no, it's, it's yours. It's beautiful. You wear it as you want. It's wait. Did you say fun. it was rare, and by that token, I assume expensive. I don't. Well, 
Not the kind of thing someone would throw away or flush down the toilet, basically. No. Unless they had very good reason to. Enchantment magics that deal in luck are not few and far between, but they are hard to come by. It's, It's difficult to, you know, affect fate with something so small. So to find it here is a stroke of luck. <laughs> no two ways about it. Mm. But that, but it's fine. The card, however, does have divina- divination magic attached to it, which could mean one of a few things. But there is something in it. I can't call the spell precisely, but the school of magic is divination, which, as you know, means seeing, hearing, sensing in the ether from far away. It's there. Kiri, the card is yours. I will not think in your stead, but I will warn you both. That is what is there. Well, I mean, I would assume there would need to be some kind of connection between myself and the individual. They said that I know when they called. I just assumed that, I don't know, maybe the, the scar on the crow's eye would flash red. Like, it's time to do the thing, whatever the thing might be. I, I don't know, I didn't really think about it too much. I just thought that, you know, there might be, um... Excuse you, Natalie. <laughs> I know you're muted, but I see you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't question it too much, but... You know, it that's that would be divination magic, right? Just an existing link persisting across time, ready to make a call type of thing? Pretty much, yes, but it's the call I'm concerned about. It's not like this person came up to you forthright and said, I want to help you. Here's a card for when you so may need me or I may need you. This was you in a room tied to a chair with no belongings, talked to from the dark. He came up to me when I looked like a child. I'm really that's quite concerned about a, this. That's really not a wasn't that the old lady's favor. Yes, yes. The old lady brought me to this person. They they worked together. Ah. Yo, I swear I saw the old lady's fingers grow. Longer or yes, longer. Right. I don't know. I was being knocked unconscious at the time, so I'm not entirely sure. Look, if you if you feel like it's in your best interests to allow them to continue to know where you are, potentially okay. hear what you and the rest of us are saying, then it's a big risk, but you're the only one who experienced it. Well, I just... Maybe it's that I've read too many novels about fey deals and things like that but I do worry that they said in exchange for me not killing you you do me a favour if I abandoned the possibility of doing said favour is there some magical consequence that could wind me up dead it might be it might be best for now to let them know where we are rather than have them hunting us down it's one more problem that we're not equipped to deal with right now so provocation could lead us into a worse situation but definitely try to keep it away yes 
if you insist on keeping it. I would rather keep it until we know more, if that's okay. As you guys are finishing this conversation, the bell near the door rings again. Darling, we're coming! I know you miss me! Um... Uh, <laughs> I, um... It's more to tell you that your breakfast is ready, and it's getting cold, so... Um, breakfast is ready, and it's getting cold, apparently. Thanks. So. Stands oh, up yeah. from the table, dragging, dragging his <laughs> chair legs, and walks right out. Uh, Kyrie is going to linger and shove all of their stuff that is still scattered across the floor into their uh, satchel, ready to, and then going to head down. Okay. He's going to do his best to help fold some things nicely, maybe some of the bracers, and just make sure they're rolled into a nice little sort of thing. So there's correct storage in the bag, <laughs> at which point, you know, it goes well. Okay. You all make your way down to the bar level of the Tanner's Mark after collecting all of your belongings, where you're greeted by Pim and Liana, who are currently sat on a table in the middle of the room. And Pim just goes, Hi, guys. Morning. Morning. Is everyone okay? Why have you got a mob? Oh, I I was helping uh, Tanner out with a a quick job, and um, then I sat down, and then I'm now having some hot brown morning potion, which is really delicious, and um, I really think that um, it's it's the right start to anyone's day. Not wrong. (laughs) Look at Leanna and... (laughs) She does have the more essence told me never to have. Mischievous sort of knowing, like, (laughs) knowing what she did. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So, I, I feel like uh, I should have some. Well, you should. It's really, really good. Um, but but you, I'll put you a cup. Wait, wait, wait. And um, while I'm doing that, um, maybe we should decide on what the best course of action is today. So I was thinking last night before I went to bed about the the, the, the plans that we were having. And I think if we were to go and look for a scratch, like in, in as, as, as Edivir said about having a scratch, because a scratch is a place that we can lay down low. But maybe, I think, before we go and find a scratch, we should actually try to look elsewhere, because we don't know about the scratch. And if we, if we, but we know that there is going to be apothecaries and, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Why did you stop him? It's cotton, slow down. <laughs> Breathe. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have had that second cup. Uh, here, and hands Kyria uh, a cup of hot brown oh, morning God. potion and just kind of sits down. <laughs> and you can see you can see that he's visibly like, uh, Pim's just kind of like breathing a little bit heavy and he's like... <sighs> Enough of that for now. Stick, stick to milk or something like that. Um, there's also uh, a news bulletin. If anyone wants to have a little look at it, I'll I'll scry through it quickly. As he sort of walks around and picks it up, grabbing some bacon in hand, and just oh, the bacon's not there yet because oh. Tanner has not come back from Very the kitchen head. as yet. Yeah, he wants so... to, and then, get, and then gets disappointed because there is none as hard. <laughs> <laughs> Reaches to where he thinks bacon might be, and <laughs> yeah. hits table. Goes ah, you still a good life. Greasy? <laughs> well, no, actually, I mean, Pim, you are right. It's um, it's worth getting at least a temporary rendezvous point yeah. somewhere. Yeah. I did, I did note actually in that uh, paper there, uh, Virgil. There is like houses to rent. I, d- I don't know if <laughs> where they are. I didn't really look at it that much. Um, but there might be somewhere cheap too. There's also jobs. God knows, we need a few of those. Um. And Virgil's 
very much scouring from page to page, looking for things about our names, five convicts, anything to do with prison escape recently. Um, and just things of that, you know, and then the jobs, see what there is and what these houses are about as well. Okay, no problem. Um, in the meantime, Tana does come out of the kitchen with a tray. I'm kind of going, ah, oh, morning. Um, hey, I, I fetch you all uh, some food and puts it down and there's some hard boiled eggs, uh, a little bit of bacon, some fruit, um, a few rounds of like bread that he's kind of like toasted. But you know, when like you, you feel your toaster is on the blink and it only like half toast something so it's like <laughs> just on just on the turn of being toasted like bread like that and he kind of goes um here um uh, help yourselves um how are we all good morning you three glad to uh glad to have woken up to be honest with you and dag starts like constructing an everything sandwich <laughs> so like he just <laughs> takes two of the bits of bread puts an egg in puts a bit of bacon in he gets the last of the cheese that he got the other day which is a little bit on the turn crumbles that on the top some crisps that he stole from the bundle last night <laughs> literally just piles a little bit of everything he has into this sandwich and then just kind of crushes it down and there's lots spilling out of it but continues to talk as he eats this horrific sandwich from over the paper you just see Virgil's eyes oh do me one of those will you do your own but yeah, no, we're pretty good. Yesterday good. was yesterday was a rough one. Yeah, you um, you all look like you needed a good night's sleep, and I'm glad you had one. Um, look, I gotta go and clean up, but um, look before you go, just uh, give me a holler. Um, someone I wanted to talk to you guys about. Absolutely. Yeah, eat eat your breakfast. Uh, eat your fill first. I'll uh, I got a couple of bits I need to do in the kitchen, so. And he just kind of turns and before he does he kind of like stops and turns back and goes into his apron and pulls out a singular orange and puts it down in front of you Kyria and then just kind of like goes yeah um and just kind of like scurries off oh, we um, need to we need to find a way to keep Tana. <laughs> uh, Kyria's like also... almost downed this uh hot morning brown potion and kind of puts it down she's just like Whoa. Okay. No, 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 no. This is this is good. This is good. I can focus. See? This is, this is okay. Okay, okay. Let's make the most of this. Right. <laughs> this is likely going to fade rather quickly, but I actually I can keep track of things now. So we wanted to get a base, yes? A base of operations that we can easily access and come back from and go to whenever we need. Um, we need to try and see if there's some kind of alchemist or someone who can identify the compounds within the flux that has been stated and potentially we can track those back to where they belong outside of Skyhaven because it is likely that they're not from Skyhaven themselves because otherwise an operation like that would have likely been rustled by now, rustled by now, surely. Either that or they're being protected by those in charge. So I'm gonna lean I lean over to Pim. It's like, is this freaking you out? <laughs> just, <it's> freaking me <laughs> out. <laughs> Pim just kind of leans in and goes, "Yes, but it, it it's glorious, and I think they might be onto something." <laughs> well, paper yeah, slowly, the paper slowly drops as Kiri just rambles off this very coherent sentence. Okay, everyone, remember, Kiri is coffee powered. <laughs> well. Um. 
do with the base, Tana did actually ask if we were going to stay here another night that we should uh, tell him so he doesn't book it. Okay. I think booking another night as a precaution might be a good idea, just in case we're not able to find anything suitable, but... I do, however, worry about staying in one place for too long. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was about to say. It's better off that we find somewhere and move on. Really, we probably want to get out of Tanner's hair anyway. We've, we've already brought quite a bit of heat down on him. Yes. My only worry is that anywhere half decent in the undersea, any structures or you know alleyways are most likely going to be occupied one way or another. What about outside of Windermere? Just on the outskirts. I, I'm not entirely sure about the patrols around the lower city entryway, but I can't imagine they'd be too tight. Would there... You mean outside of the city proper? Yes. Outside the main... Outside the walls? Outside the walls, yes. Obviously, I don't know about the patrols or anything. I haven't ventured that far. Um, DM, do I know if there's there's checks in and out of the actual city proper, right? To the I, outside I, Skyhaven. I don't think you've actually ever tried oh, from okay. what you from what you told me. Yeah, yeah, no, probably right. So I don't know if you'll have known, but you do know from what uh, Pim just kind of pipes up at this point and goes, uh, well, um, when I ran those people over with the cows, there was definitely guards at the gate. That's how I got caught. And was that the lower city? I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean the agricultural district is typically located towards the outer regions of any town this, or city, so... This is going to take some getting used to. <laughs> 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 I've, I've only just gotten used to Kyria as, as you are, so... Does so, anyone have a flask? Because we should take some of this with us. Yeah, just... we might want to get some to go, but... Um... Well, yeah, I mean, it that just it potentially adds another obstacle on in our way to actually getting around the city. You know, at least in the UC, we have three known ways up, including the lift. We'll have to That's find a more dis- we'll have to find a more discreet way of getting in and out if we're to try and find somewhere to hold up outside the city. What about just the lower city? I mean, yeah. There's no wall between the lower city and the middle city, right? It's well, only it's the up, upper city. Um, however, we do know that there will be a SBC presence around the Artful Lodger. So yeah. it would have to be away from there. Yeah, I would I mean, suggest that anyway, the, we wouldn't want to put more in danger. <clears throat> yeah, the lower and middle city are, are a big place. You know, It's easy to put distance between us and the important locations. But and, I mean, and we can also, Kiri, you can do that cool thing where you make yourself look like somebody else if you can do that with all of us and or we all get like the ability to do that then i am not in i, I don't think i could do that um oh. i've never tried i don't believe that that would i feel like we'd all just have a slightly different ear or nose i, I don't think it would actually change oh. i don't think i'm that powerful i yeah, appreciate I... your faith in me though i think oh, as I... long as we sorry no no go on. As long as we don't make ourselves too obvious, I mean, cloaks, basic disguises to avoid anyone catching sight of our faces and stuff like that, will probably do for moving around as long as we stay out of the main roads. Tanner, darling, do you have those, um, the necklaces? 
don't hear any response. And he just kind of pokes his head out of the kitchen and goes, <laughs> Yes. Can you please, like, I'm, I'm like, In 15. his head on purpose, I just go, <sighs> Could you potentially get them for us? Would we have to borrow them again? He just kind of goes back into the kitchen, doesn't even <laughs> respond to you. <laughs> just... I, don't, I don't think he likes it when you do that. <laughs> it's funny. He does really. I know. It is really funny. There um, isn't any um, <clears throat> of those houses for rent or places for rent in the lower city, is there, Virgil? Well, on that, Virgil, you don't get anything from the paper about the breakout or anything on you guys or anything like that from the paper. Um, you you do see, if you're looking at the, um, the places to rent, there is uh, three places currently up for rent, two within the lower city mm -hmm. and one within the middle city. Uh, one is um, a house near the market in the middle city. They're looking for 150 gold pieces a week. Uh, there are two in the lower city. Uh, one is offering um, a sort of like a studio apartment type deal. So <laughs> um, kind of all in one room, kind of bed sit yeah. style property. Um, says ideal for students. So that kind of gives you an idea of the kind of place you're looking <laughs> yeah. to, the, that you're looking to rent. Um, that is currently sat at 65 gold pieces a week. Yeah. Um, and then there is a room available um, for 25 gold pieces a week. Okay. Just, just as I'm looking through the paper as well, are there any particularly interesting articles of note that I read as I'm trolling through sort of the the paper as a, as a whole? Anything interesting? Um, in not 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 really. No, it's kind of like a lot of it is fluff, like fluffy mm. news pieces, like. Um, you know, kind of tabloid shit. Big, biggest like, Marwin show, can you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Things like that, like, um, you know, tap dancing competition to be held at the Drunken yeah. Skunk type deal, right? Um, that kind of fluff piece is in there. Um, how climate change is killing, you know, Skyhaven, and we should all probably, like, recycle more. Um <laughs> Bits and pieces like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but nothing really stands out. When you kind of look in, because you mentioned earlier about the jobs that are currently there, um, mm. there are a couple of jobs that kind of you know people want uh, gainful employment. So there is um, there is a vendor at the market that wants some, to hire somebody full time at the marketplace. There is another statement that says adventurers wanted mm. um, orcish raiders. Uh, orcish raiders running rampant on highways near Windmere. Cool. And um, nothing, nothing, nothing about flux either. No, like nothing. No news. No, or... no, no, nothing actually. And it kind of strikes you as a bit odd that, because given the current epidemic yeah. that has hit Windmere, there is nothing in the Skyhaven news about it. Especially after hearing the broadcast three days ago, three or four days ago. Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem to be anything in the in the current paper. Um, as you guys are all like eating breakfast and stuff, um, eat your fill. Tanner comes out, and as you guys are finishing up, he goes, "Um, hey, uh, look, um, I hope you don't mind me asking, but I actually I need a favor, if you don't mind. Um, little job that I need carrying out. Um, something kind of came my way yesterday. Uh, I needed to get." I need to get this thing to one of my contacts up in the 
in the lower city, um, if you don't mind. Um, just a quick errand, take it up there, drop it off. You don't mind? You've done us a massive favor so far. I mean, I can't imagine why we can't do that. We were talking about going to the lower city anyway, so... Should oh, we expect right. any issues along the way? Um, not from... No, not from this. This is just a simple pickup delivery job. Look, it's just... And he goes under the, the counter and pulls out a small box and goes... Um, so, look, um... If you don't mind, it's just this. Um, I... They're expecting it today. That, you know, the sooner you can get it over to them, the better. Um... You're gonna go and see a friend of mine called Alara. Uh, she owns a shop in the lower city called the Hidden Star. Hidden Star? Yeah, yeah, the Hidden Star. It's somewhat of a... Well... A lost and found shop, should we say. If you catch my meaning. Yeah, have you already been to one of those down here? Oh, it's... Yeah, it's much better than that place. This person... Look, if you manage to find something that wasn't yours to begin with but might be recognizable by other people then they're a fence they are a fence yeah it's fine we'll see what we can do um yeah look try if you can uh here and he kind of puts it on the table just yeah you can just drop that off um might be good to make an introduction uh you can tell them that obviously you work for me um, obviously you don't work for me, we work together, but you tell them that you do, and that gains repute and all that. Um, and look, they might even be able to help you out in whatever way they can. I don't suppose you might know somewhere where we can meet someone who has a good knowledge of alchemy, an apothecary, something along those lines? An apothecary? Um... Or an alchemist, or a herbalist. We're trying mm. to find out more about this flux stuff. Yeah. Or a chemist. Well, you've got a couple, really. Um, especially in Windmere, you've got a couple. You've got... Uh, you could go to the Phoenix Feather Apothecary. That's in the middle city. It's just north of the marketplace near the, the, the wall. Or you could... Uh, you could go to the Potioneer's Parlor. That's in the lower city. Um, again, they usually have their shops full of, like, you know, elixirs and remedies. The Phoenix Feather is more, you know, ingredients and such, but I know that the owner there kind of, you know, dabbles in potion making and potion craft. Um, hmm. You have got the Alchemist Alcove, but that's in the high city. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's really... Yeah, or, I mean, the Wandering Wares, but that's only if you're looking to buy potions. They're not really those that kind of brew them, travel around the city, put in... Yeah, we're more, looking, we're more looking to have something analyzed than to purchase anything. Oh, well then, yeah, that's what I would... That's where I would go, really, if I was looking. Um, you have got also the, the Mystic Emporium. That's in the middle city, but that's, again, more... If you want to be buying kind of more rarer elixirs and potions and items and things, but do any of do either the Phoenix Feather or the Potioners Parlor deal with a more discerning clientele? Um, 
Which is more likely to report us at first sight? Oh, well, look, I mean, shopkeepers are shopkeepers, right? It's more, you know, if you go put coin across hand, then you can often buy silence and goods. I wouldn't imagine that anybody's going to report you. I would probably steer away from the high city, though, um, mainly because you've got, you know, a lot more of the SBC presence there. So maybe the Alchemist alcove is a little bit out of reach for you, but... I would, look, I'd start at the lower city, I'd probably go to the Potioneer's Parlor, and then go from there, maybe. But it's up to you, and that, that, they're the places that I would say, if you're looking for that kind of thing. Thanks for your help. Again. Oh, of course. And thank you. Uh, I really, you know, I, I really appreciate you doing me this favor. Um, yeah, look, just ask Alara, tell her that I sent you, and then... You know, she'll see you right. Um, look, there's usually coin that passes hand due to delivery. Feel free to pocket that. Um, it won't be much, but it's something. Um, it helps. What do we eat for breakfast? Oh, look, don't worry about it. Um, look, I asked Liana here. Um, do you need the room tonight? We agreed that we probably should. We might not actually use it, but we'll certainly pay for it. If that's okay? Um, yeah, sure, I can I can make sure, it, you know, I keep it free for you guys if you need it. We're going to try and find an alternative space to, to lay low in. We want to get out of your hair. We feel like we're bringing down a little oh. bit too much heat on you. Right, okay. Sure. Um, look, you're more than welcome here, though. I don't want you to feel like you're ever going to outstay your welcome. I just, I need to know in advance if you're going to be here or not. I mean, that's, as I'm sure you can appreciate, that's a, it's quite a, you know, a, a, a decent place to lay low. There's a lot of people that come here knocking. Understandable. We'll, we'll take it for another night and pay up front, but we may not have need of it in the end. Yeah, no problem. Uh, sure. And look, um, if you're looking for somewhere to lay low, maybe speak to Alara. She might be able to point you in a in a general direction. I don't know how much information she'll be able to give you or help you with, but, you know, it's like I said to you the other day, nothing's free in this world. You might have to do something to get something, but worth an ask, I suppose. Definitely. Um, right. Also, before you disappear... Um, was, was there any news on that fellow that I asked you to, uh... Oh, yeah, thanks. Um, I'm sorry, that completely slipped my mind, yeah. Um, look, I... There's no easy way to say this, but nobody's heard or seen a, that person since the, the games. Right. I don't know what that means, but that's what I was told, like... I noticed actually in the the bulletin that there is no one from House Galahad at all. Oh, uh, you haven't heard? No. Oh, um, yeah. After your little stunt, they've been kind of, they've run a little bit of a suspension from the gladiatorial arena. They're not allowed to show any of their fighters or jostle for coin within the fighting pits for... A good few weeks, I think. Have some bright. Well, yeah, but you know anything about 
gladiatorial fighting houses, you know, yeah. that that's the real, only real way that they kind of make their money. And if they can't make money, then... What happens to the fighters? Yeah, I get it. Um, thank you. Thank you for your help. I uh, appreciate that. If any other news comes your way, just just let me know. Um, yeah, of course. That was... Thank you. <laughs> of course. Um, look... You guys stay safe. Um, look, you're heading to the lower city. If you probably, yeah, so it's uh, if, the it, if if that's the case, I probably wouldn't take the elevator. Um, there is a tunnel that leads up towards the lower city near the like the cemetery. Okay, yeah, that might help. We know the one that you took us up to the middle city along the eastern wall before. Yeah, so you want to go, so head as if you're going to go to the lift, but you need to go past it, as if you're going to the right to the back of the wall. And again, it looks like an old sewer pipe. You'll you'll know when you're getting close, because like the ground gets a little bit more moist because of all the flow. But, what you know, if you remove the grate, hold your nose for a few minutes and just kind of clamber up that pipe, you're going to get into a, into a, like a tunnel system. It's pretty straightforward. Um, just keep following through that tunnel system, and it leads you out to um, kind of a, an overflow pipe in the lower city. Um, quite easy to find, easy to navigate. There's no turns. There's no like multiple routes. It's just one route, and it might even serve as a an easier way to get to and from the the UC in the lower city going forward. I just don't want to, you know, getting caught using main thoroughfares you know yeah good to know thanks well you guys stay safe and i'll see you soon oh um and she does take one of her gold out and gives it to him that's for the room for tonight just in oh. case we, we are going to use it thanks i uh i appreciate it. payment up front this time i like that <laughs> kind of puts the coin in his pocket and bids you good day you guys finish I'll, drag, your breakfast. I'll drag the box over to me okay Kyria has not engaged at all in that conversation because has taken out their um, diary and has got turned to a clear page. And am I able to make an arcana check to kind of like, in this hyper-focused, caffeine-driven little <laughs> moment, am I able to think back on Disguise Self and when I cast Disguise Self and can I try to figure out like the arcane sigils that form i want to try and draw that i want to try and get disguise self almost like written down like okay. i can do it with like i just want to just see if i can like even if it's just the start of it and it's like going to be a process to kind of properly get it okay like kiria right now has been thinking like oh can potentially learn to enchant with the help of virgil okay yeah cool um make me a history check but because of your caffeine driven high you can have it with advantage hell yeah mm. nice damn we need to get us some of that shit that's a natural 20. it's almost like due to the caffeine that is racing its way th through your system right now you yeah. pretty much kind of like start drawing them shapes and colors the lights of which i've never seen <laughs> exactly exactly um but yeah you managed to start jotting down the the symbols and the sigils that you got um and the kind of the runic yeah uh, parts to the spell yeah and you start jotting them down in your in your diary that's yeah. fine 
yeah so i've just been sketching that and then kind of like as soon as i've done as much as i can remember Kiri all of a sudden is back at attention and it's like virgil 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 <laughs> the paper just I was, done, I, was, I was done anyway uh, i'll, ta- I'll take the paper and start reading it yeah, yeah. nice <laughs> hands it to dad lovely <laughs> so you guys for the sake of brevity finish up your <laughs> breakfast um pack your belongings up and make your way out onto the streets of... about three three minutes into reading the paper that's like oh fuck uh, is everything okay yeah we missed the harvest festival vegetable weighing competition <laughs> do you have vegetables to weigh no but i have hobbies <laughs> i didn't i didn't mean to offend i apologize i'm taken she kind of just looks at Virgil like... Look at the size of that. <laughs> <laughs> it, did Kiri get the necklaces? The collars? Uh, yes. Tana will have given them, yeah. Awesome. Shove them in the bag, and then cool. kind of... I'll just be like... I'll just show Virgil the sigil, and it'll be like, I have an idea, okay? Do not let me forget. And I literally quickly scribble... Necklaces, then an arrow going, this is disguise self. I close it and I put it in the bag. And I was like, okay, let's go. (laughs) You sort of see Virgil sort of like tracing it like, this is good. (sighs) Caffeine, that's fine. (laughs) So you all make your way out of Tanner's Mark using the back door into the streets of the UC. Where do you want to go? Before we start snooping around down here, should we go take care of this delivery? I think that's wise, yes. <sighs> we need <Okay>. gold. <laughs> Roll up a cigarette. Can <laughs> I go carry on? Oh, delivery? What, what, what delivery? For Tanner. Oh, okay. Oh, it's worn off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. Oh, that was who you're talking about. Sorry, I was vaguely aware he was there. I was just focusing on something. Okay. okay, so what is the best entrance, exit, way up? Um, let's let's try the overflow pipe near the lift. Oh, the Mario pipe, yeah. Okay. Every exit is an entrance. <laughs> Not everyone. Right. <laughs> let's. Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and I will try and, as usual, try to take them through alleyways and and quiet ways of moving around. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I'll have a uh, group stealth check, please. I shall roll for Pim. Ooh, that's Pim. pretty good for Pim. Oh, nice. Pim rolled a 14. Ooh, damn, I rolled a 25. Sick. Gary? <laughs> you got nat 20, you still beat me. How the hell? I got 24. Very, very sneaky, sir. I'm very, very sneaky, sir. <laughs> I got a 7. Nice. Virgil? I got a 10. 10 hey. i think on average you guys yeah. are moving pretty stealthily um i think given the the kind of half listening that you were doing kiri every now and again you'll kind of get to the end of an alleyway and you'll just kind of like abruptly turn left and have to be like turned around or like <laughs> or should back the right way and you're like oh right okay yeah which is kind of keeping you a little less stealthy than everyone else because you just kind of decide to keep wandering, wandering off in different directions yeah um you guys make your way across the UC. Um, nobody really pays you much mind. You're kind of keeping yourselves to yourselves. 
Um, given that none of you have had a bath or a shower or anything this week, you're all kind of looking a little bit grim. Apart from Virgil, who obviously pressed the digitates themselves every morning. Ev every morning. Um, but you're all starting to kind of get that three-day smell hanging around you all. <laughs> um, but you potentially, might to... no potentially noticing us on the walk. Virgil's just going to start prestidigitating people as they go, just like properly cleaning people down, getting gunk and grime and anything <laughs> off of them. If Dag notices himself becoming more clean, he's going to turn around to Virgil and say, you realise we're about to climb up a shit pipe, right? I'll do it on the top as well. That's... Yeah. Maybe for the best. So you make your way across the UC till you get to this sewer. Uh, at, like this huge kind of like pipe that's sticking out of the side of the wall um, and you through you know Liana comes and grabs hold of the grate that's against it and just kind of like pulls it off comes off a little bit easier than you would have anticipated it would be yeah. there's no like dragging it off or anything you just kind of pull it off and, and kind of me and Pim will be making sure that no one's watching us do this as well yeah I mean because of how easy it comes off there's no like metal on metal scraping or big clangs of metal or anything um, it just very much just kind of goes off and straight down type thing, you know? That was as good as a metal sound as I could have made. And go comes out of the pipe. For more, for more metal sounds, you can listen to us in podcast form to hear this and keep replaying the last 10 truly, seconds. Truly of, an immersive experience. Honestly, it's like you were at the table with us. Um, um, if you guys want to go through, I'll put this back on. I'll go first. I'll, I'll whip myself up the pipe. Nice. You well, you have, it's kind of a, it's a straight pipe. You don't have to go up. You can just climb into it, and then you kind of like it, kind of hunkered down a little bit. But you start walking in uh, for the sake of brevity. You all kind of like get into the pipe and replace the grate. Um, there is no light source in here at the moment, so those of you without dark vision are going to struggle a little bit. I wouldn't recommend striking a match in it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Highly everything in the UC smell. Does anyone have any source of illumination? I'm getting a little bit blind up front here. No, I'm, I can only make fire, I'm afraid. And you're right, we don't want to blow ourselves up. I can take the lead if you want, or Liana, you should be able to see as well. I can, I can see fine. Um, I, I'll take the lead. Uh, she's Is there no light? We'll squeeze against the pipe to let you through. <laughs> no. Your eyes are glowing. Yes, I've noticed that before. That's cool. And she just leads the way. Okay. So you all start walking. Um, you kind of go around 10 feet and the pipe just kind of like opens up into what is kind of this small kind of um, caved walkway. Um, as you keep track of this kind of path, after around five, ten minutes of walking, um, Liana, you see that there is a small light source around 50 feet down ahead of you within, okay. the, within um, this tunnel. From the light source, can I... Uh, am I getting torch or am I getting like sunlight? Uh, torch. What, what you kind of it's it it's kind of a a very faint flicker flickering of light. Uh, stop everybody. 
There's a torch up ahead. I don't know if there's a person attached to it or if it's attached to a wall. Can I poke my head around Liana and see if I can make out the light? Yeah, yeah, you can do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a light source, if you kind of, like, look, it could be 100 feet away in a pitch black space. If you look 100 feet away, you're going to see the light, the only light source available within that space. Is it illuminating anything around it? Any terrain? Any just the tunnel, really, but given how far it is, make me a perception check just to see if you can um, pick out anything this far away. Nope. Um, that's a 10. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to see, especially given how far away from it you are. Um, but you do see that it's kind of faint and flickering off in the distance. I mean, I, I could go, I could go check it if you want. We can all just just try and be quiet as we get closer to it. It's it's far away. I mean, we can might be able to determine something as we get closer to it. You can't see. I think staying together is better. Especially if you're struggling to see. Okay. And gesture for everyone to move slowly and stealthily okay. down the tunnel. Uh, if everybody is doing so, then I will need a group stealth check at this stage, please. Would um, Pim like to cast guidance on someone? Uh, sure. <laughs> um, he will cast guidance on who's the least stealthiest. I got that 20 as well! Hey! Um, Quick, got... everyone, we need to get into combat! Um, <laughs> uh, sure, Kiri, you can have guidance. Oh. Um, so, Pim rolled a 19, you rolled a natural 20. What did you 27. roll, sorry, Liana? Liana, what did you get? I got a nat 20 for uh, 25. Oh, damn! Fucking hell. Um, Kiri, what did you get? I rolled a nat 1. Ooh. For a... Uh... Um, five. Is that with guidance? Yes. Cool. <laughs> and two um, nat twenties. Yeah. Uh, Virgil, what did you get? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. So you guys start making your way down the tunnel towards this light source. Um, scimitar out. <laughs> um, dagger in my off hand. Okay. Um, I have my hand axe in my hand. Pim is going to make a perception check because he's very good at those. Okay. And will guide himself in doing so. So find my D4. One sec. Did we okay. really get two nat 20s and a nat 1 yes. for one check? Jesus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, as you guys get closer and the music kicks back in again. <laughs> oh, wow. Pim just kind of like grabs hold of your hand, Liana, because you're at the beginning, uh, at, the, yep. at the front, and just goes, shh. I stop. Can you not hear that? What What, what do you hear? And it, it, it sounds like voices. Like very faint. More than but, one? Yeah. I can hear a couple of people. And now that you guys are getting a little bit closer, you see that the light source isn't actually within the tunnel. It's being shone into like into the tunnel. So it's actually coming from uh, where the tunnel is. And you can see that the tunnel keeps on going, but it's just, you see the light source is off to one side, but it's actually illuminating a patch of the tunnel around, I'd say you're around 30 feet away from where this light source is as, as Pimp like, stops you all. Okay, there's definitely more than one. 
I don't, I don't think we're going to be able to. What are we going to do? Do you, can you hear what they're saying? Um, no, they're too far away, but I can definitely hear voices. So if, if I'm understanding this right, DM, the, the, we're, we're, we're coming to what is essentially like a T-junction. No, with, no. A, with a straight on and a left, or just the left, and that's where the light's coming from. No, no, no. So the tunnel is straight, goes straight on. There is no junction to the tunnel at all. There is just right. what looks to be a light source coming from one side. Now, whether there's like it's been um, kind of bored out, so there's a bit of a kind of recess in the side, or okay. like a like a room that's been rudimentary dug out of this space or something, and that's what's illuminated. Okay, you don't know. Shall I? approach see if i can get a quick peek in there or we can send bark um i mean how how quiet is bark yeah bark i mean i can but i think bark just kind of does what bark wants I, I, i'm gonna say i've got this one okay well okay we're gonna stay within 20 feet just in case um you should still see my you should still see my silhouette so i'll wave if i mean i can see up to 60 feet i mean oh, well, then you're fine <laughs> um sh just shout if you need us like i don't know bananas if you <laughs> if you want us bananas to all rush in all right if i'm gonna sh if i need you i'll shout bananas don't do anything before then <laughs> him okay Pim, Pim, right. get on my back. Pim's eyes, for those of you that are listening at home, Pim's eyes just widen as he's just like, "What?" <laughs> like arms up, just kind of like looking at everybody else to like justify his eyes, but nobody does. Right. Um, and so, yeah, Liana does lift Pim and put him on his normal position on her back, just ready okay. to go. No problem, um, Pim. A little tap before I go, if you don't mind. Um. Sure. And just, just kind of like pat you on the shoulder and cast guidance on you. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to sneak up to about 10 feet away from where I see this exposed area with the mm -hmm. light shining out of it. Okay. Um, um, I'm going to keep you. I'm, I'm going to keep five, five feet from the from the edge. Okay, I'm going to keep your stealth score because it was a natural twenty, and I feel nice. So I'm going to keep that. Um, you do, and you kind of like duck down, scimitar and uh, dagger in hand, and make your way further into the tunnel until um, you get to around ten feet from where this light source is coming from. You see that it is exactly as I mentioned, and that you suspected. There is a hole in the side of the tunnel in two parts so there's one that you kind of get to the edge of and then around another 20 feet down there is another hole both on the left hand side of this tunnel and as you get closer roll me a perception check and this is where you can use your guidance because i'm nice unless you don't want to you can use it on Ooh. another roll if there is another one i mean it's pretty good but no i'm gonna use it okay so okay that's 23 23 you kind of like Put your back to the to the tunnel wall and just kind of like lean towards where the hole the hole in the wall is next to you and you can hear right well if you're gonna cook it like that make sure you turn it over 
you remember the last time you cooked, you only cooked it on one side, you big Norbert. And he just goes, well, if you don't like my cooking, maybe you could step up every now and a while and do it your fucking self. <laughs> but no, I put the bed rolls out, I cook the food, I clean the bloody cat. Do you know, it... Just ungrateful. And you hear another voice go, pack it in, you two, if you wouldn't mind. Trying to do something. All right? Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. You heard him. Shut the fuck up and cook. Oh, honestly, I'm about to throw this spatula so fucking hard. Can uh, I can I try <laughs> to use my mirror to get a very careful look around the corner? Yeah, of course. Uh, you kind of, like, use your mirror, and you see there are three individuals wearing quite kind of um, common clothing, but, like, ripped and torn in a lot of places. And they're mm -hmm. all, there's a, they're kind of huddled over this campfire within this space, two of which are kind of huddled over. Uh, you can't see the third one, the third voice. You can only see two bodies. One just kind of like sat on a rock, leg kicked out, looking towards this fire. Another one kind of crouched down next to it, you know, cooking something as you kind of like see these individuals. Okay. I'll, um, I'll move away from where I was and creep back to the group. Okay. I'll say, I heard three of them. This is all whispering. I'm not going to whisper because you won't be able to hear me, but <laughs> I'm going to say there was three of them. They seem like vagabonds, vagrants, just seem like they're getting dinner ready. I heard three of them, but I only saw two and neither of them looked too imposing. We could try to get past without alerting them or they can let them know that we're passing we're passing through their territory so what are they doing this far in a pipe same thing anyone else is trying to do in the undersea eke out a living by the sounds of it their scratch that's right it's their scratch at least that's what i was able to gather I think we should just try and go past and see if they if they stop us, then we can deal with it. But, I mean, if they're trying to hide out down here, they're probably just going to hide if someone's going past. Well, I mean, my only other thought is if we're going to be using this as a regular means of passage, do we really want to be wasting spells to conceal ourselves every single time we pass through here? Or No, that's why I just say just walk past. Let's just own it. <laughs> I'm not sure people in these kind of secluded areas like people doing that, but... I mean, we've come past, we've come through here once before, like... We were always very protective of our scratches, put it that way. Anyone trespassing who knows where we are, when we don't want anyone to know where we are, we see as a threat. So maybe it's worth just clearing the air on that point from the jump so we, you want to talk to them i think honesty is the best policy i don't want to talk to them <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll take one look at me and yeah well they, then? they might i can talk to them and she does she puts her hand axe back on her belt and grabs her great axe I think me and you have a similar problem, and I don't think you mean talk to them the same way that we do. No, I mean talk to them, just they might listen more intently if they 
think that other things might happen. Why don't we well, do both? Be the backup. Good cop, bad cop. But no cops, because that's something we really do not want to give an illusion that there are some police around here. Okay. Um. Okay. And Kyria starts walking. Okay. I walk directly sick. behind her. Right. <laughs> I am right behind. Her. Okay. Um. So you guys all as a group start walking up. Um. You kind of all get to the point of the first gap and just all without really making much of a fuss step past the first oh um are, we, are you going in well yeah well, i mean what, what are you doing <laughs> oh i'm basically i'm going up to that kind of separate that that turning mm -hmm. and do i do i see them if you kind of like get into the space where the wall is bored out yeah you kind of like step out and you can see them like two of them by the fire as i described do they look like they're... Because I, like, I haven't... As I've got, I haven't tried to be stealthy. I'm just walking. Okay. And um, I'm trying to rush into We're, we're, making, we're her, making ourselves so known. Yeah, I don't want to jump okay. scare them. Okay. Um, as you kind of, like, get to the entrance um, and you step round, you do kick a couple of rocks as you step mm -hmm. round and the, both their heads just kind of turn and look towards you. You see both are human. Both have, like, matted... Uh, one kind of matted brown hair, the other has like very short kind of black hair. Both kind of, uh, both humans, they have like scarring on the face. One has a scar that runs right from the temple right down to near the jaw on one side of the face. And they turn and go, well, 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 look Hello. at what we have here. I don't know why you're presume you're acting as though that we didn't stumble upon you. Um, hi, I just wanted to, you know, let us know, let you know that we're just traveling through. Um, didn't want to cause you any alarm or anything like that. We will not be a bother, but <laughs> we're just going to be passing on. Well, and the one by the fire just kind of stands up and goes, well, it's not as easy as that. I think that you are trespassing. <laughs> and you should pay okay. a toll. Isn't that right, boys? See, these here be our parts, you see. So, yeah. well, <laughs> technically, um, sorry, I don't mean to be, you know, finickety about it. Your parts, I would assume, would technically go to this line here and draws where, like, draws a line <laughs> where, like, the section of the tunnel cuts off that they haven't stepped over. So, mm -hmm. so technically, not crossed your area. Um, I just wanted to let you know that if we're going through, which is communal space, um, not to be alarmed that we will be here and don't believe we owe you any tolls. Rihanna makes herself large, as large as she can okay. in the small tunnel so, behind her. So you're in the doorway of this space, mm -hmm. Liana trying to make themselves as big as possible. Liana, out the corner of your eye, further down the tunnel, where the other space is in the wall, you see a flicker of shadow as the other individual steps out and goes and just shakes the head and the person in the room kind of steps to like a little bit further towards you Kiria and goes well I think you'll find that communal space is where we fucking decide it is there ain't no such thing as communal space this is our tunnel and if you want to travel through then your pockets are just going to be a little bit lighter 
than when they were when you went in. What? If, nah. if that is the case, then absolutely. But if you could pull up the property rights and your ownership of this here tunnel, then I'd be more than happy to pay the toll. However, if you're unable to provide those receipts, unfortunately, there's not really much I could do. And listen, I we just wanted you to do you the courtesy of making ourselves known so we didn't scare you. That was all. You. You. Scare was. Tag will emerge from the shadows as well. You are in the wrong neighbourhood. You see, ain't no property things here that you are talking about. But, let's just put it this way. Either pay the toll, or you might not even be walking out of here. Isn't that right, boys? And the one from the fire stands up and goes, Um, he has got a point, yeah. And look, we, uh been a few days since our last meal and could be a few days before our next so look just hand them money over be on your way and asked. nobody gets hurt i'm sure my friend just did three times no no, no. asked for you know a donation rather than demand at all look i don't we just want to move through i don't care what you want i'm not giving you gold so if it's food you want, here, and I will throw most of an orange, orange over. <laughs> <laughs> the orange just hits the floor, rolls in the dirt, and just kind of like right ends itself, just covered in things. Well, look, look at what we have here, but we have a couple of uh, fancy folk who think it's all right to throw food around and get it all dirty. You must it. have. A lot of gold. Look! I can throw a hand axe if you wish. Make an intimidation check. <laughs> okay. Oh, I got two intimidation. Oh, it's only plus one. So that's an 18. An 18. Nice. The person, the one in the room goes, that would be a mistake on your you've part. Already made, you've already made a few of those. The one in the tunnel is slowly walking down. I'm I gonna see in, you. I'm gonna interpose myself with between him and the rest of them. Um, in his head again. he hears You really shouldn't do that. You lot don't get out much, do you? One in the tunnel just kinda goes, No. We don't. You should. Especially out of our way. <laughs> and you hear, oh shit. Oh, hello. <laughs> As you see okay. the veins on their necks just kind of like pulse, and this individual's stature just start to grow, and you see their feet just go. <laughs> As these claws just out of their feet and onto the ground, and these huge arms just begin to start sprouting hair, and hands get bigger, and their heads just kind of go. As he's transforming, as I'm going to throw my hand axe at his head. But before you do, <laughs> as these individuals begin to transform and shift into these bestial-like forms... All of them? 
Spike all of them. Spike and Rose! That is where we're going to take a quick <laughs> break. Oh, yes! I'm so excited! Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break there. We will be back very soon. We hoped you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to follow Tales on Tap on your podcast source of choice and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us get noticed. You can catch the show live every Tuesday at 6pm UK time at twitch.tv slash Tales on Tap. Watch each episode in full with video on our YouTube channel or tune in right here next time when Erelon, A Destined Journey, continues. <laughs>